Hey, hey, you are listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. Plus, hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how you can break through to success. If you're ready to dig in, listen in to today's episode. You're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, episode number 30. Hey, all you fearless listeners, today... Today is the kickoff to the brand new season. That's right, it's season two. Where has the time gone? I've been asking that a lot lately. Anyway, season two is all about becoming bulletproof. We as entrepreneurs are an unusual breed of people. We do things most people wouldn't dream of doing and along the way we often become different people. We deal with situations that would take most people down. (laughs) These are situations that can tear us apart, but only if we haven't built a strong mind. If we haven't conditioned ourselves to have a high-performance mind, then these sometimes difficult circumstances can literally crush our dreams, ruin our bodies through stress even, and kill relationships. So in season two, I'm sharing interviews with entrepreneurs who have become bulletproof. That's the name of our season two. Um, And these entrepreneurs will help you see that anything is possible. That's the idea. For those entrepreneurs who are maybe struggling getting started or maybe they're struggling in their business and they just don't think it's possible, let me share with you. We've been through some tough things. You know my story. And you can come through it too. You can live your dreams and have the kind of business you want. So these entrepreneurs, they've come through the ditches of the down and out to a beautiful dream of success and joy. It really can happen. But you have to condition your mind to have a high-performing mentality. Know what's truly important in your life. Live your life from a heart and go after all of your dreams. So today's guest will be sharing his journey, but hang on, I have other news I want to first say a big thank you for you, 
joining my show every week. I really appreciate you being here today. I hope wherever you are that your day is amazing. I want to remind you that I publish a brand new show every single Thursday. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. You might remember from last week that I told you that I just launched a brand new free community over on Facebook. It's for conscious entrepreneurs. I really feel so incredibly blessed to have such a great group of entrepreneurs in there. They're sharing their stories and just really supporting each other. I just did a masterclass recently in there about how you can actually plan your best year ever. And I even created an eight-page workbook to go with it. though. So there's just a few days left before the new year, right? Are you really ready? My guess is you probably answered no. Most people aren't really ready for the next year, especially with their businesses. So you've got to go do some business planning then, right? You can head on over there to the six-figure conscious entrepreneur community and watch the masterclass while it's still available and start your business planning right away so you can hit the ground running when the new year hits. Anyway, I'll leave the link in the show notes for you, but you can head on over there and just search for the six-figure conscious entrepreneur community. Now, let's dive into today's topic with today's bulletproof guest. Sometimes you meet people that just blow your mind, and Craig Dias, my guest, is one of those people. He's a brand strategist for real estate professionals, an entrepreneur at heart for sure, with quite a story. So listen in now as I get all up in his business and how he so graciously shares how he came out of some really rough times and became bulletproof. Well, Craig, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I love having badass bosses like you coming on Fearless Pursuits podcast to talk about your journey. So how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, Sharon. And uh, it's an absolute privilege to be here with you. Um, and I'm excited. I cannot wait to share my, my story with you guys. I know you've got lots of wisdom bombs and quite a story because I've had the opportunity to talk with you beforehand. But before we break into that, because I know the listeners really want to know all about you and your story, but I like to ask people before we get started, you know, a fun question like, you know, tell the audience something that most people don't know about you. Okay. Uh, yeah. One thing that most people don't know about me is I used to be a radio host um, and I'm into poetry and, I'm, you know, do rapping as well. So Rapping too? <laughs> oh, that so would be here. fun. So you do a little bit of some poetry and rapping. I mean, they worked so well together, right? Yeah, but that's right. And that's, um, that was sort of like a coping mechanism. mechanism. Uh, back in the day and then until um, I got discovered by a few uh, good artists back in the UK um, a few years ago. So yeah, it was awesome. It was a good experience. So can you shoot off the hip or am I putting you on the spot? <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little bit because I'm still waking up. <laughs> I believe in uh, you. Um, yeah, no, but it's all right. I'll, I'll drop a little something. Um, 
Every time I hear a beat, I just want to drop it. Every time I see a mic, I just want to grab it. Give me a fresh beat and I'll wrap it up. Expressing my flows, I will never give it up. I can still flow with my hand behind my back with my nibbits. I'm sick. I mess up the track and that's a fact. My name is Suits, man, and I'm back when I'm spitting. My nibbits are dripping like a tap. Anyway, there you go. Woo, <laughs> all right. That was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So you are multi-talented for sure. Yeah, you know, you, you as they say, you can't keep all your eggs in one basket. And, um, you know, you, you, you've got to explore. If you love something, you know, just try it. You never know what can come out of it at the end of it, you know? I totally agree with that. And, and we as entrepreneurs or anyone who's listening, you know, maybe be dipping their toe into the water of entrepreneurship, you know, they, they have to know too that sometimes, you know, it takes a lot of creativity and most certainly it takes a lot of grit. And I think that is actually a really great segue into talking with you. Um, so your story really touched me. And I love having entrepreneurs like you on here because I I really have um, my my mission, my passion for this podcast is to let people know that no matter what the circumstances are, you are able to come out on top if you have the right mindset, if you are passionate enough and you are committed enough, dedicated to do the work. And I, I want you to share your story with the fearless listeners. Yeah, sure. I would love to. So um, basically, um, I was diagnosed with kidney failure um, a few years ago, back in 2008. And um, at the time, I just had a normal job working nine to five. And um, obviously, when you, when you have massive health setbacks, it does make you sit down and question yourself, you know, what did I do with my life? If I was to die tomorrow, would I be happy on a bed in my last few minutes or hours? knowing um, that, I, you know, I tried something. I tried my best to, make, uh, to have a go at something, you know. And um, when I went through my treatment, which was intense, um, almost like chemotherapy to wipe out my immune system because it was attacking my kidneys, you know, I said, if I come out at the end of this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, give life a real crack, a good go. Um, and so, um, yeah, so once I went through the treatment and I got into remission, um, I met my uh, my wife now, but she was my girlfriend at the time, and um, she, she's a Kiwi, she's from New Zealand, and uh, I was like, well, you know, I haven't been to many different countries around the world, and I didn't know where she was from at first, but when she told me she's from New Zealand, I said, where's that? <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, so anyway, decided to come over to New Zealand and get married. Um, but then the question came up with, what am I going to do for work? Do I, you know, I've just gone through the whole episode. I've got this new outlook on life, this new appreciation. Um, and I was like, you know, I would hate to just go back into an office job or not really try something different. So what I did was I started a car detailing business called Final Touch, which um, specializes in um, uh, stone chip repairs on cars and the paintwork and also, you know, cut and polishing and detailing interior and exterior. And I did that for about seven years. And the cool thing about that experience was um, in the first few years, I wasn't on dialysis, but my health did decline to the point where I had to go on dialysis. And I did that business for seven years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was earning 150K, you know, and I kept it at that level. And, um, and this is amongst doing dialysis for about eight to 11 hours at nighttime. 
and then this is at the same time of having to be a father with, with children and being a husband really to yeah yeah so you know it was all about mindset you know it was my new outlook on life and i said you know what i mean i'm in a better position than i was back in the uk but yes you know my health sucks but you know i've got something good going and uh, i just kept just kept grinding kept grinding and um yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. That is an amazing story. And, and you know, you said so many things there I, I want to address. But the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, thinking about how fragile life is. You know, here we're talking about entrepreneurship. But, you know, the bottom line is, is that we're all humans. And we realize that life is short. And it shouldn't take some sort of huge, massive tragedy to wake us up to the reality that we have to go after our dreams. We, we have to live our life. But unfortunately, that's exactly what it takes. I mean, at the time, you know, you were working a nine to five, right? You weren't even um, necessarily thinking about um, living a bigger life at the time, right? No, no, not at all, no. I mean, I was happy where I was in London. You know, I had all my friends around me. Um, I had my family around me, you know, and I was, in a, I was in a sort of a good spot. But whereas when I look at it now, I'm like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, I was settling for something less. Um, settling. Yeah. And that's the thing. You get used to life. You get used to the nine to five. You get used to the month to month paycheck, you know. And I know there's many of the listeners there who are in a, you know, day job thinking, oh, I wish I could do this. Dreaming. Oh, I wish I could start my own business. And uh, can I urge you, seriously, if you've got a dream, pursue it. Honestly, pursue it. Absolutely. And, and that's what Fearless Pursuits is all about. You know, we've all got these stories about, you know, our life, you know, because nothing has ever been easy for us. I mean, I, I don't know one single solitary person who hasn't gone through some sort of difficult time in their life. The difference is, is that some people wake up to the realization that there's more, there's more to life, you know, and, and maybe while you were, you know, in your nine to five and you're going through the, this, you know, kidney failure in your mind, you actually did really want more, but you were shutting that part of you down. So what, what I want to talk about here is the hard stuff because I don't want to lie to the listeners. You know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I want to start my own business. It's going to be so awesome. I'm going to be able to work from home. I'm going to be able to have all this money and I'm going to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And, you know, we, we want to get there. You're laughing <laughs> because it's not, you know, there are times when you wonder what the hell you're doing. And yeah. you wonder if you can do it. And let's be really honest with the fearless listeners here because we, we are there right now where we are living what we want. But it wasn't easy, was it? So there you were, you know, you're on dialysis. You're working long hours in your detailing business and you're a father and you're a husband and it's hard. So, you know, we really need to talk to them about entrepreneurship and all of the hard stuff that comes along. That's right. Yeah, a hundred percent. And look, guys, you know, and, and this is why 
um, social media can be a real uh, danger or a real setback to our own mindset. Mm. You know, we open up Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and we see such perfect, polished people who, you know, look really well, they're doing really well in business, they've got all this profile, all this recognition, you know, all this success and what have you. But one thing that, you know, that sets us apart from them is we have real life problems. <laughs> we don't know their circumstances, their background, their parents might have given them money, they might have got inheritance, you know, they've been blessed with good health, you see. And, and, and when we would ask with problems, look at people like that on social media, straight away we go, oh, well, my life is not going to be like that. Oh, oh, I've got health problems. So I would never be as successful as them, you see. And straight away, what these images and, and people do is they put that mental block in our mind. So we cannot see anything further than our current um, situation or circumstances. So the tip that I would give to any of you guys who are thinking about starting a business, um, who have health problems, is try not to think about it. <laughs> investigate. I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but investigate what it would take to get your business off the ground. Now, when I say get your business off the ground, I don't mean start with a lot of money in the bank. Okay? People make this, um, have this perception that you need to start with lots of money. I mean, look at Richard Branson, for example. He started with what, just a few pounds in his pocket. You know, I started a business with nothing. I was in a new country with no support system. I knew nobody. I had no friends, no father, no uncle, no cousin, no sister, nobody. I had nothing. It was just me and my wife. Okay. And then to top it off, you know, uh, being from the UK, I was suffering from a culture shock. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I had to really rely on the vision that I had, which was, I wanted my life to be different and I wanted to make sure that I at least tried. Mm. All right. I love so, that so much. Oh, it, it's, and, and it's a fact, you know, so I really encourage you guys, you know, if you've got this idea, just investigate what it would take for you to start your business. And it might be as something as simple as starting a website. Okay. And just getting some ideas on how to do post and how to promote yourself when it comes to social media and, and your business and all those sort of things. There's, there's more to it than that, but you just need to make a start. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about the social media and what this is actually doing, because you brought up a really good point. There are a lot of entrepreneurs out there, people who are currently an entrepreneur or people who are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and yes they're looking at social media because this is the world we live in and we are looking at people who look like they've got it all together you know you were talking about that and I really wanted to dive into that conversation because what it does when we see all this we start to judge ourselves and think and believe maybe that we can't do it I just can't do this right and now you're talking about actually doing the work the marketing right posts you're talking about creating posts and getting your message out there in the world and there's more to it you know and and this is something that i work with my clients for example because i i work with attracting leads and getting more sales for my clients so i i know this to a great depth but this mindset trap that mm. 
you're talking about here is is absolutely critical for us to talk about because you know you're talking to the person who may have an illness right and yeah. they're thinking to themselves i can't do this i'm i'm not my uh, most optimal health here i'm ill i'm going through dialysis i'm taking all this medication i have bad days um, i don't have the time right to do this but really looking at you and your story isn't that just a bunch of BS? 100% I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, look, you know, at the end of the day, right, it's, a, you know, as you mentioned, it's about mindset. Your mindset is so important and it's, probably, it's one of the most valuable things. Um, as people say, you know, your dream is, is, is what's going to carry you out through life. Mm. And I'll tell you something, man, I, I was watching social media. I was seeing all these big guys doing detailing and, in all these cars and they got this big workshop and what have you and um i had to turn, tell myself said no craig that's not life life is hard people struggle um you know you're not going to have when you start a business you're not going to have people running to you and flocking to you as social media may make it look like you know that people are going to come running through the doors and i've seen and i've met many business owners who started a business chucked up a website and it was and was expecting it to take off no, no build it and they will come yeah that's right you know you have to put in the work now when you're managing a serious health condition and you have to do physical work there's a lot of balance involved and what that requires is you need to sit down and because you know your body you know your health okay you need to sit you know sit down and plan your time and plan your energy even so mm. what I mean by that is, is in the evening time, okay, you know how your day went the previous day, okay, you need to sit down and say, okay, well, how did I feel throughout the day? You know, you might get to lunchtime and you feel a little bit exhausted. So what I used to do is I used to buy a neck pillow, right, put it around my neck, and I used to sleep in my car for half an hour at lunchtime after I've eaten. So that was one of the managing um, or mechanisms that I use to make sure that I kept my body in optimal health, even though, yes, my kidneys were failing and I was on dialysis, but I was able to recuperate enough so that I could continue with my business. So there's something here I think is really important as I'm listening to you. I clearly see a man who has conditioned his mind for strength. So here you are, you're, you're going through dialysis and, you know, anybody else could be thinking a million thoughts like, am I going to die? Um, what's going to happen to me? Uh, you know, is the medication going to damage some other part of my body? Because you know that there's all sorts of other things that go into this, like medications who which, you know, actually hurt the body in another way. So now you got to take another medication to uh, counteract that problem, right? So you could have gone down the rabbit hole and started to think about all of the bad things that were going to happen to you. So instead, I'm listening to a man who has conditioned his mind for strength. And, you know, what you did was you just accepted a fact which is life is hard. And th that reality is something a lot of people are not willing to accept. And when I, be I believe when you accept that reality, then you have so much power. And this is yeah. where this mental strength is coming from. And 
first of all, I want to honor you for that because I, I, I work with people. This is, I, this is what I do for a living. I listen to them and I can hear how they need to condition their mind. This is what I help them do. And you seem to have like this innate ability to do that, first of all, or am I missing something? Is there something that you have done in your life to have conditioned your mind to be so strong? So, hey, look, um, I'm not no Superman. Um, I'm human just like you, you, um, um, Sharon, and, and the listeners. And basically, what it was was, was gratitude. I'll be honest mm, with you. It was I gratitude. I did, a, I did a post, a video post um, last week sometime on LinkedIn. And um, I was surprised at the feedback that I got from it, you know. And, and this is people who don't know my condition. They don't know about me, you know. Gratitude is a really important quality to, to have and to, to recognize, okay? With gratitude, what it allowed me to do was, first of all, say, okay, you know, I had some experiences in the past. Okay, I had, I had a great, uh, um, you know, upbringing. Um, I, had, I had a fun teenage life, you know. I got open to, to the music world. I had some great opportunities there. And yes, I made some mistakes, you know, but I was grateful for the experience. You know, even though it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to do, uh, wanted it to, I was grateful. Okay. Yes. And then, and then I had my health condition. Yes, it sucked. Oh, I hated it. Mm. Going to the hospital and seeing all these people who were sick, you know, um, but I was grateful because I was walking, I was breathing, and I could still have meaningful conversations with people who I love, my friends, my mom, my family, you know. And then I, had, I, then I had to say to myself, well, you know, Craig, there's other people out there who, who live in worse conditions than you. There's people in India who live in the slums. Mm -hmm. You can't even get out of this situation. There's people in Africa who are in bushes, climbing trees, you know, running from the, the, the what do you call it? Um, that guy, that crazy mad guy that goes around, you know, uh, killing people and, and taking children and turning them into soldiers, you know. Um, we don't have that. I don't have that. So I had to be grateful, even though my health sat. And what, what happens is once you appreciate and you accept your current circumstances, it gives you the platform to look forward. Yes. And what some people may not realize is there's actual science now that's being done on the power of gratitude. So there, there is, you know, this, um, some people might call it metaphysics or a little woo-woo thinking here, but actually, guess what? There is science around the power of gratitude. So I love what you said there. And, and previously you were talking about planning your energy and you, you were talking about balancing your life, you know, because we're talking to people who are, are wanting to create something and they think, nah, I can't do it. You know, for whatever reason, they're thinking they can't do it. I've got, you know, a husband that doesn't support me. Um, I've got this nine to five. Where am I going to find the time to do this? You know, so we realize that there needs to be this balance now. And my listeners know I'm a single mom. I homeschool. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're talking, I have no one here to like bounce, you know, like you with your kids, right? You know, your wife, she probably wants to throw the kids at you when you get home, like, please take the kids, right? Because you, you know, you can bounce off of each other when she needs a break or when you need a break, you know, you have that support system and you know, any mom who's listening, you know, they know if they're single, you don't, mm -hmm. 
you need break. I don't have that. So, I mean, I could have used that as an uh, excuse or a reason to say, I can't do this. But I love the way that you put it. You were talking about balance, right? And you're talking about planning your energy. You know, balance doesn't really exist, does it? Uh, no, no. And it's the same, it falls into the same category as I don't have enough time. Mm. You know, uh, balance is something that you learn. And, you, and um, for me, lucky enough, I, I was forced to learn it. Yeah. There was no other way. And it was like, if I'm going to make a real success of this opportunity that I've been given, okay, I need to learn how to manage myself, manage my energy or my health, and then also manage the relationships that I have with my children and with my wife. Now, you know, my wife was a great support at that time. Uh, you know, she would take the, my, my son. Uh, I've got two kids, but at the time, just my son. She would take him away. Sometimes I come home from work and I'm absolutely exhausted. Mm. I can barely even say good evening. She's got the food on the table. Aww. I walk down the food and I say, hey, babe, look, man, I'm, I'm tired. Or I might be sitting down watching TV with them and I've just nodded off to sleep. Gone. You see? Mm -hmm. But what I made sure I did was when it came to the weekends, I made sure that I had enough energy to give them my all. Oh, even if yes. I was knackered. Um, and, and also Sharon, I just want to say, um, I've got total respect for you uh, and also single mums out there. Uh, my mum raised us, um, after a certain age could obviously, you know, marriages broke up and all the rest of it. And I've seen my mum, uh, you know, struggle mm -hmm. to get to where she is today. And she had two kids, three even. So, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I've got utmost respect for single uh, mothers out there because I know how difficult it is to keep your head above water. Uh, and so, Sharon, you know, kudos to you and kudos to all the single moms out there. Please, look, don't give up. Trust me, there was light at the end of the tunnel. As I said, you just need to get that balance, you know. Um, if you have friends or family members who can just take your, your, your child for like a couple of hours so you can just get some sleep, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Just mm -hmm. do it. Just, just do it. Don't worry and think, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a bad mother. It's going to make me look bad. No, no, no. Your child would be better off with you alive than you not alive. I love right. that. And thank you. I appreciate that very much. And, and, I, and I love that, you know, you're, you're talking to the listeners as well, because you realize that there's a lot of single parents out there that are really dealing with a lot of struggle. So you mentioned something there that just really touched me. And I really feel like we want to talk about this with entrepreneurship and, you know, going after your dreams and then having a family on the side, essentially. And, you know, it is tough when you're working the nine to five or you're just working in your business. You're slaying in your business all day. And, and we realize as entrepreneurs, yeah, you know, the benefits are awesome because you do have a certain amount of freedom. And then, the, of course, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The money is, is amazing. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, first of all, we, we realize that we have to balance our, um, our family. And we were talking about that, but, what I think we want to talk about here more importantly is exactly how it is that you're able to understand and know what's really important and know that you have to devote all of your energy to your family and, and not just throw them aside because we have seen that too where somebody just they they devote 
nearly 100% of their energy, 100% of their mind to their business or whatever it is that they're doing and next to nothing with their family. And, and what ends up happening is they, the family just falls apart. Yeah. So we realize as entrepreneurs, we, we have these dreams. We have hopes to go after our, our, our vision that we see and, and be that person we want to be someday. And obviously there's a lot of work we have to do to be that person, but we have to make sure that we give of ourselves to the people that are supporting us. And can you talk a little bit about how it was you were able to have that energy and give yourself you know, I think it's like saying, I know what matters and my mm. family matters. Yeah. Yeah. 100% Sharon. Um, with me, um, I have, I, I believe in God. I, re I read the Bible. Um, and and <laughs> that was quite hard when I'm going, going for my health problems. I didn't want to pick up the Bible. I said, oh, you didn't help me. You didn't, you didn't stop me from getting sick. But, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not the only one. You know, no. but at the end of the day, again, you know, with the gratitude, right? Um, you know, I read a scripture a day and I'll, and I'll pray. That gratitude feeling, that, that grateful feeling that you get, right? I then turned around and I said to myself, why am I in business? Mm. Why do I want to change my circumstances? Why am I breathing? What, what am I doing with my life? You see? And when you have your whys, and I, and I talked about this on my LinkedIn video last week as well, I've done quite a few of them, but the, the importance of having your why is it makes you then appreciate what, what you have in your life at this moment. So for example, when I did my business, I had to ask myself, well, why am I business? Why am I in business, right? And I said, well, because I've got children and I've got a wife, I wanna support them. I want to be able to do things with them that, uh, you know, that requires money, you know, taking them on trips overseas, uh, taking them to adventure parks, all those kind of things. You know, money's not everything, but it adds to the quality of life and, and helps to enrich experiences. And so I said, okay, well, that's my why. Now I need to implement that into my everyday life, into mm -hmm. my business. Mm -hmm. And so because I took the time to actually figure out my why, my family was the driving force. So what that meant is I had to go, you know, keep my family running at an optimal level, the best I could, so that my business didn't suffer. It's, it's, a, full, it's a full circle. You know, mm. if, you, if you go into your business and then you forget your family, your life turns into a mess and then yeah. that affects your business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see? So um, really, guys, your family is your support system. That's mm -hmm. your backbone. And you mm -hmm. cannot neglect that just for the sake of business or money. That is so rich. It really is. And, and I've talked to a lot of people who have had some difficulty because they went the other way. They invested every bit of their time into, you know, their business or their work and completely forgot about their family. And it just tore everything apart. So, you know, I think what's really interesting in this whole entire conversation here, we're talking about entrepreneurship and, you know, how it is you're able to actually create this vision and see it happen when really all we've talked about is the inner work that you had to do 
right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, it absolutely fascinates me. And, and I am going to throw myself under the bus here because <laughs> when, you know, a lot of people know about my journey. And the first two years in, in this particular business, I've been in business for over 25 years, and I, I thought I knew it all, but this particular business, I, I, I flopped. I failed completely. And, you know, it, it was because I was a mess. I was a hot mess, and I didn't do the inner work. And I believed that it was about the strategy because being in business, I've had the brick and mortar businesses, I've had the online businesses, you know, I've done a lot of different things. And I thought I knew my stuff. And I was going to go after this dream. And I was I was going to be able to put everything together. And guess what, it did not work. The strategy was not enough. And I, I put all of my, my energy into the strategy. And it's really fascinating to me. And it took me two years to wake up. I mean, I'm like I'm a little bit dense here, I think. It's like, oh, Sharon, you know, you actually have to do the, the inner work, you know. So it, this is what is so absolutely fascinating to me. Yeah, the strategy is, is important because obviously with your detail business, I mean, you had to do some research, you had to find out how to do things. And with what it is you're doing today, you know, we're talking about um, online marketing and that sort of thing, but it really comes down to the inner work. So how much would you say is inner work and how much would you say is strategy in your experience? Um, in my experience, I say 80% is inner work. Wow. You, you, have, you have to do some deep soul searching uh, to be able to position yourself uh, to, to learn. And, mm. and 20% is strategy. Okay. So once you know who you are and what, you know, your whys and what you're striving for, the, tw- the 20% is spent mapping out or planning out your journey. How are you going to deliver your value? How are you going to deliver your services? How are you going to deliver your point of difference so that people can say, hey, this, this, this is different, you know? And, and, and this is another thing as well. A lot of entrepreneurs get caught up on the fact that there's many other businesses that are in the same line or same mm-hmm. theme of what they do. Forget that because everybody's different and everybody has a story and everybody has a different way of delivering the same message, right? Or same right. service. So going back to what I was saying, the 80%, right? So my 80% for me was, so I've never polished a car before. I've never owned a business before. I've never marketed a business before. I've never done accounts in a business before. I've never mixed colors uh, of paint of a car before. I've I've never managed people before. (laughs) But I made sure that I was humble enough. This is the key, humble enough to say, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Let me do research. Mm-hmm. And I, my wife will tell you, I, there were many nights where I fell asleep with my laptop on my hands <laughs> because I'm watching videos and reading articles, how to refine my business, how to refine polishing, what does detailing mean? Um, you know, um, how, can I, how can I be really good at customer service? You know, how to deliver uh, uh, you know, great service in a niche market because you know, detailing is niche. You know, not everybody wants their car polished. Um, so 80%, you know, deep soul searching, 20% is strategy. Love that. And I totally agree with that as well as something that I have learned over the years and become a mindset expert on that. And the one thing that I'm really curious about here is you're talking about how you spent so much time learning. So this is something that I see with a lot of my clients is they end up 
just never stopping learning. And, you know, I, I totally believe that knowledge is power. I totally agree with that 100%. I do believe, however, you can actually stop yourself from having any sort of success when that's all you're doing. You're not in action. So at some point, you know, there you are falling asleep, you know, with your laptop, you're learning everything that you have to learn. But, you know, at what point does all of that stop? And then you can actually start to plan and move into action. Okay. So again, you know, most, I see entrepreneurs, um, many <laughs> business owners, when they come to me, they go, oh yeah, but you know, I, I'm doing this website, but I need it. I want it to look like this and look like that. Look, let me tell you something. You have to start somewhere. Okay. All those big gurus who are out there earning millions of dollars or whatever and their businesses look all nice and flash, I guarantee you they started off with their website looking a bit average. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The main thing is, okay, is that you've got presence and that you've got your plan to go forward, right? Once you've got your presence or online presence I'm talking about here uh, or, or you open your shop, okay, uh, things will flow on from there. So what I mean is because you're not perfect and you accept that most of the time it's knowledge and then the rest of the time it's application mm -hmm. and you learn a lot more from application or hands-on than you do, would do from sitting there reading the manual, you see? So once you get the basics right of the service or the work, whatever it is that you do, the rest of it is hands-on and with hands-on, what happens is it gets better as time goes on or as you get the experience. So, don't wait for perfection. Don't wait for the perfect website or the perfect opportunity. Just get going. You got enough knowledge to start, just start it and then the rest will follow. You sound like a Nike commercial here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's so true though, because you know, and this is what stops a lot of people because they, they are saying, I want to look professional, you know, yeah. and we have some individuals out there who are probably, you know, more fun loving. And then we have someone who might be a little bit more on the serious side. You know, we're talking personality traits here and you know, and I, and I, I fall into that. I think, you know, where I, I want to look like the bomb out there. Of course I do. I don't want to look like, you know, someone who doesn't know something. And I think we all feel that way. So then we get kind of stuck in the inaction, but I, I love the, the, the learn, do teach. You know, I yeah. think that that is so powerful it, as you are going along your journey, you know, we're, we're talking to people who are, you know, you have a product, you have a service, you're a digital creator, whatever, your consultant, you know, the, the way that we're marketing today is online. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, you know, wherever it happens to be, this is how we're getting our clients, right? You know, I got someone today just reach out to me that I had never heard of. She never has responded to any of my, my posts ever. And then bam, she's a client just like that. Right. So this yeah. is the, the, yeah, it's, it's the magic of you going out there and showing up as you. It's the magic of you going out and not allowing perfection to get in your way. 100% Sharon. Look, you know, I was up against guys who have been detailing for years years and years and years, they were the best in the game. I basically had to be a disruptor. And how mm. I had to be a disruptor was my personality. I had to go, I had to go against the, the norm, which was, you know, dropping the F-bomb every two seconds. 
you know i had to go against you know what was a you know a customary to to people there so here i was i didn't earn any money for two years by the way when i first started wow you know i had to rely on my wife you know and i said babe babe i'm gonna make it she goes i know you will i said no 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 oh. trust me i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna make it and so what i did was i went out there and remember I, I had no experience in detailing i went and i knocked on doors i said hi my name is craig i own a business called final touch i specialize in detailing let me show you can i can i do you a free demonstration yep sure mask off half the bonnet polish one half let the other half so they can see the difference i had more no's than yeses for two years mm -hmm. two years i woke up every day I, Sometimes I go home crying. I said, babe, man, I tried. This guy was horrible to me. He was nasty to me. And then, you know, I wiped myself off, wiped my tears and I said, nah, I'm going to make it. And then one day, one day, <laughs> I knocked on the door of a, of a guy who was a very successful uh, car salesman. He owned three yards. He, uh, um, we call him Holden, or I think you guys call him, um, yeah, you guys call him Chevys. Um, he owned that dealership over there. And I said, look, just give me one car. If you like it, I do this one for free and then I charge you for the next one. He said, go on then. And you know what, Sharon? I went on to, to being, well, one of my best customers was Maserati, Ferrari, Porsche, Land Rover. I mean, I got to work in some really nice exotic cars. But you know what the point of difference was? It was who I was as a person. They could see I was grateful and they could see that I was eager. And I was 100% committed on giving them the best service than they have ever seen before. That's the difference. I so, love that. You know, as I was saying before, you know, there's other people out there that do what we do, but you are the point of difference. It's always something about you that will people will love. So guys, take that on board. Yeah, I think that's so important. And you know, you you dropped so much there that that I felt like we, we could dissect, you know, one of which is, you know, having that grit and having that dedication. But I'm going to go a little woo here. Woo woo. And you know what it really is? It's belief. You know, you are getting knocked down along the way. You're on dialysis. You're tired. You're, you're basically walking the streets and just knocking on doors and yep. you you did not get down on yourself you know there were yep. times there were times you know when you came home and you were crying and and you know you're not sure what's going to happen but the one thing you had was belief you had that grit to do it and that's what it takes and a lot of people like I was saying before you know they think entrepreneurship is something so so wonderful and and it is it's all of that and a bag of chips <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> but you we've got to be honest that you know it's a roller coaster and you've got to have grit and belief 100% if you don't have belief you ain't gonna have no grit right and if you don't have no grit then your belief is gonna go to the wayside they go hand in hand together Sharon Yes, and in her. Mm. Um, and, and so, you know, I want people to learn that, you know, I've been there. I, I've been there where, you know, I've had no money. I've had nothing. My mom's just, uh, you know, cooking us the same meal every day for years. Trust me, I know what it's like. But if you've got that vision, you've got that grit and that drive and that belief, trust me, you'll be surprised at how differently you can, uh, or even just amazingly how your life can change, you know. And um Looking at me today, you know, I sold that business. I, I started another detailing business. I sold that. And then I got to environmentally focused business now where, you know, we recycle waste oil filters. 
you know, that's going well. And I got into real estate. I mean, hey, people, seriously, don't give up on your dreams. It's so important. So, so important. Those are such wonderful parting words. And at the same time, I love knowing where you are today. You're, you're, you've got this wonderful business. You've got your health, right? And yep. you're out there in the world just speaking the truth and is inspiring and empowering people. I, I really honor you so much for being here and telling your story. Oh, you what, Sharon, it's an absolute pleasure. And uh, I really appreciate the time uh, of you just, you know, allowing me to share my story. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. And, you know, there might be some people out there that are really kind of curious about what you're doing. Where can people find you? Yeah, so people can um, connect with me on my website, which is um, www.craigdias. So that's um, dias spelled D-I-A-S um, dot co dot N-Z. Um, I also do coaching as well. So, you know, those who are looking for uh, to, you know, freshen up their business or even to get their business off the ground. You know, I do branding strategies. I do goal setting. And I also consult people about personal awareness because it's really, really important to, you know, listen to your body be aware of what your body's telling you uh, while you're pursuing your, your, your dreams. You know, health equals wealth, you know, uh, and the two go hand in hand. So you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you probably find me on YouTube doing real estate videos. Kind of all hey, over the place. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you see me, just reach out. Just reach out for me. I'd be more than happy to help. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure that we put all of those links in the show notes for anyone who is interested in reaching out to you. Craig. Oh, That'd be wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thanks, Sharon. And you take care. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.